Broadcasting from Oklahoma, the tornado capital of the world, home of the Oklahoma City Thunder and the University of Oklahoma Sooners, this is the Curated Experience Show, a weekly podcast about the customer experience with viewpoints you will not hear anywhere else. And now your host, author, and customer experience expert, Amos Tanuma. Welcome to the Curated Experience. I am your host, Amos Tanuma. I have got our regular guest on with us today. I've got Bob Furness on. Bob, are you still with me? Uh, I think I've become a regular. I'm glad to be here. Hey, hey, Amos. <laughs> hey, Bob. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know Bob Furness, uh, Bob Furness is a consultant and speaker focused on customer experience, contact center, customer service, friend of the show, and uh, great, great, great dear friend of mine as well. So uh, we're going to jo- uh, jump in today. So, so Bob, we get some questions that we solicit on, on our newsletter, uh, and I want to run through a few of them with you and, and really get your perspective. Um, Okay. So, so one of the things that is on folks' mind um, is around voice of the customer and how to measure it. Uh, so, so I would not to read a verbatim, but the gist of this question is: uh, this these guys are in looks like they're in um, finance, and he's asking about they have a new CEO who is all about going above and beyond um, and, and, and delight, if you will, right? Uh, but they have been a customer effort shop for the last four years. His question really is, um, should they make the switch from effort to <laughs> NPS? Bless you, Bob. Sorry uh, about that. Oh, no worries. Should, should they make the switch from customer effort to Maybe something like an NPS now that there's a new mandate that's all around. The CEO is all about going above and beyond and doing things um, for the, the customer. So what would be your advice to Simon? So first of all, I, I disagree with the CEO probably the same way he does. I, I think that uh, for anybody who's read the book Effortless Experience, which now has been around for about I think I looked the other day, seven or eight years. Yep. But it was that book that I wish I had written, right? <laughs> because it was all the stuff that you and yep. I have been talking about for years and they yep. had data to back it up. So first of all, I think I think it's a little bit wonky to try to figure out how to ma- how to how to measure effort. Right. But um but I believe that effort is really what the client matter what matters to the client. Um, I also think that there were books like Wow the Customer, and we've all heard the story about the lady that brought her tires back to to uh, Neiman Marcus and or Nordstrom's, I think it was. Yeah, Nordstrom's. Uh, yeah, yeah, brought the tires back, and the lady went and got her tires changed. And um, those those moments make good stories, but that as a client, what I really want is you to take care of my day to day world. Right. What I really want is for you to make working with you easy and um and and in some cases that means not ever even talking to you right so if you if you text me and tell me that your worker is on the way and here's a picture of the guy who's going to show up at my door i'm much happier as a customer than i am if you uh if you call me and tell me that 
somebody's coming because I may not, I may be on the phone. You didn't send me a picture. Like, right. So, so it, I, I think that the concept of wowing customers, while there are times to wow customers, that's not the case. So I think when you're measuring voice of the customer, what you're after is what is the day-to-day, how are we supporting the three levels of customers? Mm. How are we supporting customers that want something that we can't uh, give them? So how do we, how do we manage that? Because while we always hear the customer is always right, there are sometimes the customer is asking you for something that's just not possible. I, I'm really unhappy about the fact that my current cable provider lost the NFL network, but it, it doesn't matter how many times I call customer service, they can't bring it back. Now, somebody in the corporate world can, but but they can't. So how, how am I handling those? How am I handling the ones that are just asking me for day-to-day transactions and that's the one that really is where the focus should be, how, how, not how we're wowing customers, but how we're consistently serving customers. And then the last one is there's always times when we need a hero to step into a bad situation uh. and try to fix it, right? So it's when, it's when the second part breaks down two or three times that we need that hero. But if all I do is wow every customer, if that's my expectation – that I'm probably not going to be very successful. So that was a long answer. But but from the measuring perspective, NPS does seem to give some insight into the day-to-day interactions. Right. So, you know, would you recommend us is is a is a is a good question because it it implies a lot of different it implies emotion, it implies satisfaction. It implies effort. It, it implies all of those things. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, it's, it, I, I'm probably due to go read uh, Matt Dixon's effortless experience again. But you know, I, I will, I will add on a little bit to what you just said and say that I've sort of come to think about it as it's a little bit of a false choice, is what I would say to Simon. That it's either effort or going above and beyond a wow or what have you. Uh, but that it is true that trying to replicate wow on every boring call or interaction is just not practical, right? Sometimes that, but that uh, delighting the customer, um, it, w- one uh, predictable way to delight me is to make it effortless, right? So it's almost like if you begin to see that boring old uh, reducing effort and making things easy, if you begin to see it in a sexier light and begin to sort of think about it as that's the thing that's going to make me love you, right? Not the superhero things, which uh, I think you said it best makes for good stories, but it's just not, how do you sort of operationalize that? How do you, you know what I mean? Uh, you can't, you can't put that at scale. So um, I, 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 that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, and I completely agree. So yeah, yeah, and the answer there is w- what I what I want to do is I want to teach things like empathy, right? I want to take things like decision making, mm. and then I want to, in my voice of the customer, I want to measure whether that's happening, and 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 you can't necessarily measure that just with a number. You got to get into the details of what the customer told you. So, are you looking for in your quality program? or in your NPS, in your voice of the customer, are you looking for empathy? Are you 
are you validating that if that's important in your organization, are you validating that that's indeed happening? And I, I think empathy is probably the first, the first thing that it, I, I used to ask this question, is empathy a skill or is it a, is it a, uh, an emotion? Mm. And empathy is an emotion. The first time somebody walks, first customer I talk to that has a problem that caused a problem in their life, I have empathy for. When I get to the ninth customer that has a similar problem, I better have empathy as a skill mm. because the empathy as an as an as a person can be can become jaded over time, right? right. Uh, that, that, that's sort of like bedside manner. You ever been to a doctor that had bad bed, bedside manner, right? Yep. That's because he's heard the fact that we're gonna we're gonna cut your leg off. He's told twenty seven patients that today. So you were twenty seven. It's not a big deal. We're gonna cut your leg off. For me, that's a pretty dang big deal, right. right? Right. So I want you to I want you to be empathetic to me, and and that's what customers are looking for. Is maybe cutting off your leg is a bad example of customer service, <laughs> but no, I uh, anyway, I I wrote that as a quote. Um, you know, em- em- empathy is an emotion, but after <laughs> after the ninth interaction, it, it better be a skill. Uh, so let's stick on VOC. So I'm sort of sorting through these questions, and I've um, there's a question that says that I'm going to paraphrase it, but the gist of it is. How does one handle, you know, he runs a contact center and he's seen a dissonance between the high scores his folks are getting, right? So the folks in the contact center and the low scores that's reported at corporate. And then he adds that all everyone wants to talk about is the bad numbers at the company level and no one's recognizing what's going on uh, within his contact center. So, So what advice would you give to someone who's trying to figure out, wait, my my agents seem like customers love them, but everyone hates this company. How do we, how do we sort of reconcile that? Boy, that's, that's a tough one. Um, we, we can talk about for a minute about how scores, are you asking the right questions? So are you asking questions in your survey that ask about the most recent interaction with customer service mm. or the most recent interaction so that you are getting a view of that I can say, well, when the customer talked to my agent, 95 percent, 90% of the time they gave them uh, a, an eight or, or above. But when they ask the question, your overall satisfaction with the company, it's it's 60 percent or it's 50 percent. What corporate what, what what you're able to do then is to point out that the problem may not be in my contact center. It's with the product. It's with the services. It's with someone outside of my contact center. But how, how do you how do you deal with that? Is that you begin to publish and and make sure that you have the analysis to, to indicate that it, it's not in your contact center. So what are your quality scores? What, what are your uh, your surveys that you're doing internally into your contact center? And are you making those available to the w- within the corporate structure to validate your success? Or are you just living on overall CUSAT scores or overall mm. NPS scores for a company? Because you can have a bad product and yeah, no amount of service. Let's try to think of yeah, no no amount of service. 
I was trying to think of an example of that. Ca- your cable, uh, your cable, your cable people. <laughs> yeah, like... probably, probably. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure that that I I try not to blame the agent for right. the, for the lack of training. Right. But um, but but I do like it when I talk to somebody that has some thought le- thought leadership to explain to me the reality. You know. Um. So yeah, that's an example. That's an example of where overall. But you know what? I, I'm I'm satisfied with my cable overall at Uverse. I'm just unhappy, and I probably shouldn't be using brands, but <laughs> I, I'm happy with them as a as a service. Right. But but I'm unhappy that you're making financial decisions and not changing my fee, and then you're not preparing your agents for what to say and how to manage me. So that that's the problem. That uh, makes sense. Hey, one one last one. Um, and if you're a Uverse, if you're the president of Uverse and you can fix my problem, my my uh, Twitter account is Bob at Bob Furness. So. <laughs> <laughs> when they contact you, would you send it my way? I'm, I will I'm, do that. I, I, I will do that. I'm a, I, I'm a customer as well. So Bob, one last one, and I, and then we'll we'll let you go. Is you know what is your uh, what is uh, your favorite question you would you would add? So this the context here is they are in the middle of revamping customer surveys, uh, and so he's looking for you know what questions or any tips or maybe you would tell them not to add more questions. Um, you can take that anywhere you want to. Well, I would I would tell you don't send me a survey the way that, like the one I got the other day from um, from someone I, I don't even remember who it was, and I got about. 12 or 15, maybe 15 questions in. And I realized I was at 25% of the survey. So you, you, you didn't get, not only did you get, not get answers to the full survey, but I just clicked out of the whole thing. So, um, limit your questions to what are important. You know, man, I'll come back to the effort scenario. I, I think that if you ask questions around effort, did, did you, um, I, I, I'm like you, I need to pull up the, the latest details around what that question is, but there's a great question in the, in the book that's something like how much effort did, do you feel that it took, um, for you to solve your problem on a scale of one to 10 with 10 being high effort and one being low effort, because if you can gather that information and then you begin to implement new things into your contact center. So I, I retrain my folks on, uh, on service, uh, our own soft skills. I, um, add a chat bot because I think that's going to help my digital channels. Um, you can then come back and look at those scores and see whether or not what you've done has improved effort or, or decreased effort. So, if you don't have anything about effort, that's where I would I would land. That makes sense. It's a great place to to leave it. Bob, it's always a, a pleasure. I always learn some something when I when I talk to you. It's that that empathy quote that was uh, that was money. I haven't I haven't heard that before, but I think it's a it's a way to crystallize, um, you know, what empathy is when you have to do it over and over and over again. That that will that will stick with me. Ah, but Bob, thanks for so, joining. So you're always you're always throwing me curveball. I'll throw you a curveball. So the next time we do this, <laughs> yep. the next time we do this, yep. I want to be the question. I want to be you the, wanna, uh, the I, MC. You, yeah, I want. I want 
I'll you, take the I'll take Jay Leno's. Uh, well, David David uh, <laughs> David Letterman's spot, and you sit you, in the couch. You got okay? it. You got All it. Right. Our, our next show, we will we will reverse this. Sounds good. Thanks, Bob, for joining, right. and um, we will um, talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, Thanks, everyone. Buddy. Thanks. And until next time, remember, the experience is either random or intentionally curated. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Curated Experience with Amas Tanuma. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll join the conversation online by visiting us at curatedcx.com or at amastanuma.com. That's C-U-R-A-T-E-D-C-X.com or A-M-A-S-T-E-N-U-M-A-H.com. And please invite your friends and colleagues to visit our website or iTunes where they can check this and previous podcasts. This has been a Beyond LLC production. Check us next time for another edition of The Curated Experience.